Welcome to the Heart Portal Podcast. I'm your host, Laura Murphy, a certified breathwork and meditation facilitator, intuitive business mentor, and purpose activator. Beyond all the labels, I'm here to bring you into your heart. The Heart Portal is a gateway to the wisdom of your energetic and intuitive heart that guides you to your most expansive life. This podcast is a digital space of curated stories, practices, lessons, and insights from my own lived experience intermixed with heartful conversations with people that inspire me. Join me as we open the portal to our hearts and access all that's possible. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Laura Murphy. Why don't we begin, as we always do, by taking a breath together, intentionally trying to put something down on the exhale. Breathing in. How's your heart today? Just check in. Maybe place your hand over your heart and just see how your heart is today. Today I wanted to come on and just share with you a little bit of the lesson that is the, I guess, the energetic theme within the Heart Portal Digital Breathwork Studio this month. Um, Every month we do have a theme and this month is moving through fear. And I couldn't, (laughs) I don't think it could be any more timely. The interesting thing within the Heart Portal, uh, and I think this is like, has something to do with my human design, like I know 1% of human design, but from what I'm told, uh, as someone who has a 1-3 in their profile, I'm someone who has to experience it. (laughs) I can't just teach it, I need to experience it. Uh, So as I am delivering the message through me, I'm also embodying the message And this month it felt right to talk about moving through fear. And I'm not talking about fear that puts us in danger, fear that, um, you know, fear for our life sort of thing. I'm talking about that deep rooted kind of fear that tends to rear its ugly head when we are on our path to becoming, our path to expanding, our path to stepping into something really big and courageous and embodied. and it's what's standing in our way it stands between us and our becoming that's the kind of fear i'm talking about and if you have never experienced that you may be one of the few um it's really interesting as someone who has coached and mentored i would say hundreds of women as they began their journey into soulful entrepreneurship um the biggest And maybe only thing that I've ever seen hold anybody back, myself included, is fear. I have never seen one person come into any of the containers that I have held or that I have worked within and think, "Mm, they don't have it. They don't have what it takes. I, I truly don't believe that that's true. What I do believe is true is when we let the fear get the better of us and we self sabotage ourselves and it's all that thinking, egoic, stuff that keeps us from stepping fully into who we're here to be and you know our purpose so to speak and I know I moved away from calling this podcast the um, purpose and possibility podcast because I just felt that it was so much more than that but I truly believe your purpose is to be you like fully you to step fully into your heart and fear fear is a really funny one Uh, It tends to rear its head right before we take a step, right before we uh, do something that puts our heart on the line. 
and it goes right for the jugular. In my experience, there's only a few things that people truly fear as in like human nature fear. And that is our lovability. That is our sense of belonging. That is our worthiness to receive and connection. And like, that's it. And, and like basic survival. And I, I just think that those fears underlie pretty much everything and I if you're like head shaking right now like yep yep that's me um know that you're not alone and if you're like no I don't experience any of those think of what you've shied away from in your life think of the ways that you've played small that fear has held you back or something has held you back or that you've self-sabotaged yourself and begin to look at the fear that's underneath that And that's also what I want to explore a little bit on the podcast here today. I truly believe that the journey of our becoming, um, you know, that version of who we're here to be will ask something of us. It will ask us to get uncomfortable. And I think this is where we, and I'll get into this a little bit more, this is where we get tripped up. Because sometimes I think uncomfortability can be mistaken for fear. And I also think that there's this misconception that for us to take you know, that brave and courageous step into who we're becoming, the fear has to dissipate completely. And I don't think that's the case. In fact, I don't know if the fear ever goes away fully, but when we come into presence and we put space between us and the meaning that we're giving the fear and what it, you know, what we think it's going to mean for us, when we put space between that, there's distance, there's, um, you know like that space in between and that's as I always say like that space between is where miracles happen that's where we can take a step ever so slightly so I think you know a part of moving through fear is also being okay with the fear may never go away that you can be afraid and you can still take action and I think you know that's that is courageous is I am afraid but I'm still gonna take action And, you know, something that I teach in breathwork and something that I'll often say is, you know, hold the edges of your fear and meet it and shine light on it. And I tend to find that, you know, and this is what I would talk a lot about in the business mentoring is that, you know, get curious about the fear and start asking questions. You know, what is it I'm afraid of? What is it I'm truly afraid of? And just get layer by layer deeper into that fear that's holding you back. And as you start to get clearer and shine more light on it, it tends to dissipate or, you know, as like the story starts to have holes in it. (laughs) The story that we tell ourselves about why we should be afraid and why we shouldn't do something starts to, you know, have holes in it. Um, And I also think that sometimes you can't think your way out of it. Sometimes you have to go into your body and that's why I like, you know, breath work. And I kind of use the analogy in my session with um, the membership this weekend is like breath work and the journey through it isn't too dissimilar to your journey through fear because breath work is uncomfortable. It's going to ask you to get uncomfortable at times because you're just not used to breathing like that. Um, Your brain is going to be like WTF is going on uh, and it won't want to give up control and the moment that you do that's where all the magic happens and you come into your body and you know you get all this beautiful experience and like shift in consciousness and like reality really and it's no different than when you move through fear 
um, oftentimes practices like breath work and, you know, somatic experiencing and things like that, they will walk you to the edges of the fear. And that's where you can shine light on it and get curious about it. Um, and I used, it's really interesting. <laughs> Again, I need to experience it as, uh, as I'm teaching it and I'm going through my own experience with working with a somatic therapist because, you know, the journey that I'm on with my body has been my, probably my biggest struggle my whole life. Um, and now that I don't feel like I'm in the eye of a crisis, I feel like it's time to deal with it. And I like highly recommend working your way into your body with somebody, somebody who can hold that space for you. Anyhow, um, I'm going, I'm working with a therapist and like coming into my body, which is like a real struggle. And I even told her how difficult it was. And in our last session, it was so powerful. And I literally like felt myself drop into the depths of my body and like the places in my body that I have been afraid to go. And do you know what the message was when I got there? This isn't so bad. This place that I have feared to explore, this place I have avoided for most of my life and actively tried to avoid for most of my life and all I could sense was this isn't so bad and in fact it was beautiful so I mean take that for whatever you will but I think it's also a great analogy on how when we explore fear we may see that the thing that we fear the most isn't so bad and can lead to some of the most beautiful transformations that you can see There's a really, you know, just to kind of turn the page just a little bit, um, there's a really beautiful quote uh, from Joseph Campbell that says, the cave you fear to enter holds the treasure you seek. And once again, when I first heard this quote, I'm like, that's dumb. I don't really understand what that means. Um, And the more I explored my inner world, I really got it because the closer I got to you know, really attuning to my heart and attuning to my truth and living from a heart-centered place and taking brave steps into, you know, who I'm here to be and like aligning my life, it will walk you right to the edge of the things that you fear the most. It will ask you to look at those fears that you have been avoiding and dancing around and hesitating um and resisting because it's uncomfortable and because our nervous system is programmed for us to read this uncomfortability as like dire danger when in actual fact it rarely means danger it's really uncomfortability so i really think this like cave analogy is is significant caves are typically characterized by darkness and danger and in the pursuit of who you're becoming you will be asked to step bravely into that darkness of the unknown and face shadows, your subconscious shadows. And honestly, that's not something to be feared. That is all a part of you and a part of what makes you, me, us whole. Um, But it's the one part that our ego tells us it's way too painful to face. Uh, And I will tell you again from my own experiences, If you choose not to face it, the universe will make you face it. Like you can avoid something as consciously as you can, but it will like do the work or it will work you. That's like my analogy. If you do the work, don't do the work, it'll work you. So 
I also have to say that this cave analogy, you know, and entering that cave, like where our fear resides and to get to the other side where the treasure is, is rarely the quote unquote easy route. It may seem easy because avoidance seems easier than, than feeling. Um, but the magnitude of the payoff is beyond anything that our mind could possibly comprehend. And something else I'm exploring when it comes to the idea of fear is, you know, what do we make it mean about ourselves? And, you know, and I just want to caveat that with, I do believe that some fears are deeply rooted and deeply imprinted on us from, and like outside of our control had been deeply imprinted on us from a very early age. And again, something I'm exploring with my therapist, I had a pretty traumatic like hospitalization when I was a kid and major surgery that, you know, affected my body. And I am still unraveling the imprints that that situation at a very early age, like three, has put on my spiritual, my emotional, my subtle body and the beliefs that I carry with me. You know, I, for the longest time, didn't believe it was safe to be in my body because I guess I got so good at dissociating from my body when I was very young. And I learned that, um, you know, I was three and in intensive care and the unknown scared the shit out of me. And it still does to this day. Um, So like, I don't know where I was going with that. But anyways, (laughs) like these fears get really deeply imprinted on us. And I think if you're willing to do a little excavation and to write new stories the new stories can be even more beautiful than the original stories but I also think that we get we can get caught up and benefit from telling ourselves the story of like you know whatever it is whatever the story we tell ourselves to keep ourselves small over and over and again or hiding or um, you know fearful to take that next step sometimes we get really comfortable in telling that story and sometimes we benefit from telling that story it was interesting I was exploring that idea even just like around closure and this is something else a different topic but you know I I was talking to someone about like getting closure and really closure is like for us more so than anybody else and you know when I went through a divorce many years ago Um, I never really felt like I had closure and I was seeing a therapist again, big fan, big fan of therapists. Um, and he asked me what closure would have brought me. And I said, it would have made me right. And (laughs) like, it wouldn't have given me anything else. It wouldn't have made me feel better. It just would have made me feel right. Right. That I see, I told you so. That's what my ego wanted to say. And I just don't think it's really any different when it comes to the stories we tell ourselves about fear, about why we shouldn't do something, because often the ego just wants to be right. Whereas that's, you know, at what cost? You can be right, but like at what cost? So, you know, one of the approaches that I think can help in moving through fear is really understanding that one, it's a story and probably very justified because it came from a really young age but this is an opportunity to reparent and nurture that scared child and recognize that oftentimes that fear comes from being a scared child or you know somewhere younger self but you're not that person anymore you're 
the adult who knows different and can do different. It's interesting. And I think I heard this on another podcast and someone was talking about somatic experiencing. I'm clearly like obsessed with it just because of my journey with coming into my body. And like the godfather of somatic experiencing said, it's never too late to give yourself the childhood that you deserved. And like hearing that one blew my mind, but two, I get it. I get it, you know, and I think moving through fear is another opportunity to do just that is we can face our fear as the adult we are now, not the terrified child that we once were and protect that child and let them know that it's safe. And sometimes one of my favorite things to do before I do something that's uncomfortable and like, you know, we do that a lot, especially on our growth, um, on our growth journey and anytime I go to have a challenging conversation is I will tell my body and tell myself that I'm safe and I'll say it over and over again and oftentimes I encourage people if breathwork at all gets uncomfortable or you want to run away from it is just let yourself know that you're safe you're safe and it can be really rewarding and really nurturing to hear that and let that integrate into your heart space and just hearing I am safe I am safe. And with fear, it's the same. It's like there's nothing to fear. And then get curious. Get curious about the fear. Um, And, you know, give it grace. Give it grace. And something that I, you know, one of the um, questions that I got the membership to explore this weekend, and not even a question but an exercise, is to write a loving letter to the fear Like, what if you were to thank it? Because at some point in your life, it was there to keep you safe. It was there to keep you, um, you know, from pain or from hurt. And, you know, at some point in our life, it benefited us. But maybe it doesn't anymore. Not for who you're becoming. So what if you were to thank that fear and honor it and write it a love letter and then lovingly let it go and tell your heart and that fear i no longer need this and let your fear know who you are without it and what's possible for you without it and who you're becoming and who you would be without that fear and if you were to write a new story what would that story be Um, i'm clearly a huge fan of writing and i i truly believe that journaling or self-inquiry or I like to even call it heart opening your hands are an extension of your heart and if you get your mind out of the way you'd probably be surprised at what would come through when you um write these things and just like see the words and let them integrate into your heart I digress I also wanted to share something that um I'm I'm a really big consumer of content I love podcasts I love TikTok I learned so much on TikTok I also waste a lot of time on TikTok but I just love consuming like short bits of content because I think for me like hearing it really helps it resonate into my soul and I recently heard uh Dr. Zach Bush on the Almost 30 podcast which is like still one of my favorites and he talked about the relationship between fear love and beauty and essentially what he was saying is that Fear is the opposite of love. So the antidote to fear is love. 
more love. And I, I believe that I think love is at the core of, of everything and not like relational love, but like universal love. Um, and when we're in a moment of spiral where fear is eating us up and, you know, getting the better of us, it may be a challenging thing to, you know, surround yourself in love or <laughs> look for the things around you that bring you love and make you feel loved and all of that. And he said that um, one of the ways that you can experience love is to see the beauty, see the beauty in the moment or find the beauty find the beauty that's around you in the moment that you're in now and that can translate to love and he spoke about and it was really a beautiful and profound thing to say like nobody taught a five-year-old child that a sunset is beautiful no you don't have to teach someone how to see beauty so look at the beauty that's around you um, and that will help you transcend your fear into love and uh, the final thing that I want to talk about when it comes to fear is, and probably one of the most common questions, you know, that I ask myself and that I get asked is, you know, how do you tell the difference between fear talking or your intuition or your intuitive heart? And I've seen so many people, close friends, people I've mentored, myself included, who will talk themselves out of something and tell me that it was their intuition when but when I hear it and I don't know if this is like my intuitive ability but I know it's coming from a place of fear and not from a place of love and I think you know our ego our mind our thinking mind can do a really good job of convincing us to stay comfortable to stay in the known to stay right where you are um so and I think distinguishing between fear and intuition takes practice. It takes, you know, not just relying on your intuition and, you know, your heart speak in the big moments. It takes also relying on it in the little moments so you become familiar with what that voice sounds like and what your knowing is. And, you know, if you're in the moment and you're like, yeah, yeah, I don't have time. I don't have time to build that relationship. Tell me now, how do I tell the difference between, you know, fear and intuition? Notice how your body feels. Intuition and, you know, that intuitive guidance that comes from your heart is very rarely emotionally driven. Yes, it can cause excitement. It can cause nervousness. It can cause you know, anxiety, because it's probably going to ask you to do something big or irrational or just something uncomfortable. But it simply just delivers the information, plain and simple. It will often, <clears throat> the more you attune to it, intuition feels calm and centered and unattached. It's not out to hurt you or make you afraid. And I often joke that I think people expect our intuition or our heart speak to sound. And I always say, you know, like that Morgan Freeman voice that's narrating a movie, but it's you. It sounds like you and it can oftentimes sound like a thought. So get used to attuning to that. Whereas on the other hand, fear is extremely emotionally driven. We have spent a lifetime tending to the needs of our irrational fears. So it's voice will often be the loudest and it will often feel frantic and anxious and panicked and worried and you know desperate and doubting and like it's clinging um and it will often push your buttons 
of push the buttons of the hottest triggers that you have of your past wounds of your love ability of your ability to connect of your worthiness of your ability to receive of your ability to be um you know in community and be accepted so just notice what you're feeling and how it's landing in your body and just practice that practice like what does this make me feeling and really start practicing what does a full body yes feel like and what does a full body no feel like and then I think over time you can you know build the relationship with your body to know what the subtle yes and the subtle no might sound like so really you know check in with your body and how it lands is it feeling expansive in your body it can still make you feel nervous and be expansive at the same time or does it feel really closed off and contracted you know ask yourself am I doing this to protect myself or am I doing this um you know because it's it's making me uncomfortable and just remember that there's no wrong turns what's here for you will not pass you by sorry Oscar's drinking water in the background if you hear the bells ringing it's not your like it's not your intuition ringing bells. It's my dog's chain hitting his bowl. Um, what's here for you won't pass you by. So the more you can, and like coming back to what I talked about in the last episode, the more you can come back to presence, the more you can sense your way through the stickiness and the resistance of your expansion. Come back to the present moment, see what's in front of you, and just ask yourself some questions around it like get curious you know and what am I afraid of what am I really afraid of and if I don't do this thing this thing that you know my path is asking me to do like what am I afraid will happen if I don't do it and what am I afraid that will happen if I do do it and just get really curious poke holes in the fear and you know taking brave and courageous steps into fear doesn't have to mean leaping fully into it in fact I'm the type of person who I like I just think very rarely do we do we what am I trying to say here very rarely is your transformation and the path and the journey of your becoming as very rarely is oh my god get it out Laura Uh, (laughs) very rarely is it a series of big leaps most often it is a series of very small seemingly insignificant steps and literally just the one step that's in front of you is enough to change your whole life in my opinion changing your direction one percent just by one percent can change the trajectory of your life so just remember that it doesn't, you don't have to have every step figured out. You don't have to like dive head first into the thing you fear the most. Just take one step. And then final thing I'll say in moving through fear is you don't have to do it alone. And I think so often we think that we're the only one who feels the way we feel. We're the only one who is experiencing what we're experiencing. We're the only one who has these fears. And sometimes we carry all of this shame around the fears that we hold. Know that you are not alone. And this is an exercise I used to love to do on my calls because someone would express fear around taking an action. And usually that action involved them putting their heart's work out into the world. And the threat of being 
seen and being ridiculed or being judged or whatever. And I would get everyone else who experienced that to raise their hand. And every single time, every single person on the call, and it was always always a video call, would raise their hand. And I could always just feel this sense of, oh, I'm not alone. So if you're going through the stickiness of your expansion, that journey to who you're becoming, and you're facing the biggest resistance, know that you do not have to go through this alone. Find your people. Reach out to someone who is a close friend who may be going through something similar. Reach out to someone on the internet. I mean, this is the beauty of um, this world that we live in. I've made such amazing connections with people I have never met in my entire life and people who you know, are going through the same thing that I'm going through, who are building businesses the same way I'm building. It. And I reach out to people you know, when I'm inspired by them or if I have questions for them. And not that I'm asking you to like ask them free, free coaching, but just like let them know what they're doing is resonating and just build that community and just like ask questions like, please tell me I'm not alone in feeling this. Um, and the final, final thing I'll say, and this is a bit of a plug, is breath work. Um, I have moved through some of my biggest fears. I think maybe... <laughs> I think first and foremost, I have faced some of my biggest internal fears through breath work. And I've also accessed, and it was like one of the most beautiful sessions of my entire life. I felt what it was to access love. Like I'm talking love bigger than you, bigger than me, bigger than every person on this earth. There was like this access to a universal love that was so big and it was beautiful and just knowing that I had access to that it shifted it shifted me through fears and it helped me you know access parts of myself that could help me do the things I needed to do to move through those fears so I can't speak highly enough about breath work if it's something that's that is of interest to you I have a free five-day challenge that is linked in my bio on Instagram. It's available on my website. And if you are ready to be in community with people who are going through their transformation, their healing, their heart alignment, and really just opening themselves up to the vastness of possibility, I invite you into the heart portal, uh, the digital breathwork studio that I have poured my heart and soul into. Uh, And you can find that on my website and linked in this podcast notes as well. So with that, if this episode resonated with you and you think someone would benefit from it, please share it. If um, if you're searching for your people, send me a message on Instagram. I, like I said, I have to go through it for me to teach it. So, you know, and if I can't, I can connect you with someone who can because I know a lot of people. Um, so please reach out. And with that, let's close this episode by taking a heart connecting breath together. Breathing in. Until next time. Bye. Thank you loves for tuning in today. If this episode inspired you, please feel free to share it with someone who may benefit from it. I'd love to stay in touch. So I invite you to connect with me on Instagram at soulbody.co. And if it feels aligned for you, I invite you to leave a five-star rating and review. It goes a long way. Bye.